Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. All right, you all, I am so excited for you to meet our guest today, the amazing Stacey Martino. She actually has been on the podcast before. She was one of the first three episodes, I believe, with Kim John Payne, who we interviewed again a few weeks ago, too. So it was just time. We're like 300 plus episodes in, and I just needed to get some of my favorite people on again because they have timeless advice. And one of the reasons that they were each on here at the beginning is because they were important teachers in my own life. And many of my early podcast guests, that's who I chose, people who I had learned from. And Stacy is definitely one of those. So I'm going to tell you all about why Stacy's here in one second. And before I do that, I just have a couple of announcements. Number one, I got really sick from my second COVID shot. And so I let that happen last week and it was my birthday. And I wanted to do all these things and give away all these prizes, and I just really had to walk my talk of self-care, so know that I do that, and let myself be in bed (laughs) and sleep and not do all the things that I really had wanted to do. So we're going to keep going with thanking teachers. That's why it's happening here on this podcast this week. There's more episodes to come, and there's a lot more to happen on Instagram which is what I really gave myself a break from. I just decided I was going to let myself sleep and I was going to let myself read a whole book, which I did, all 550 pages, and it was glorious. And I just let myself have that fever and get better, and now I feel great. So keep checking out Instagram because there's going to be a lot going on there. We have some great prizes, and I'm super excited to give them away. I'm super excited for you to keep meeting my teachers. I'm super excited for you to join the conversation, so keep that going. Another reason that it's been really busy around here lately, which I'm so excited about, is I have been welcoming in the amazing cast of teachers, counselors, characters, whatever you want to call it, who are going to help us with camp. So the week of July 12th, we are hosting one of our big experiences, which I love doing. And it's going to be five days in a row. The first day is all about the body. The second day is about presence, as in being present. The third day is about entrepreneurship and money. The fourth day is about motherhood. And the fifth day is about play. And all the activities are going to be a little teeny bit of learning and prompting and a lot of doing, like activities. It's camp, right? So we have had my good friend and guest a couple weeks ago, Tess Masters. Um, She's talked all about food to us in past experiences. Well, this time, she's going to like be in her kitchen teaching us to cook. We're going to like make things with her. We are going to make art. We are going to dance. We're going to do yoga. We're going to do all sorts of really fun 
experiential things while we learn. We're also going to do some planning, so high-level stuff. Um, So when we're talking about entrepreneurship and money, we're going to do things like plan social media for two weeks so we can go on vacation and get our budgets in order and just things that we don't necessarily allow our stuff ourselves time for. There's going to be reading time and we have some great recommendations for those books. And oh my gosh, I'm just so excited for this week. I can really barely contain myself. You can already go sign up at what I'm calling the 1.0 camp page. So you can see sort of a rough outline of the classes, um, though those will be shifting and morphing a little bit in coming weeks, as well as we will be putting out the final roster of amazing experts who will be leading the way this week. I'm just so excited about this. So go grab your seat. Again, it's plansimple.com slash camp. And I can't wait to see you there. So Stacy Martino, Stacy Martino and her husband, Paul are seriously changing the relationship area of life. Like, I mean, they just look at marriage and relationships in a way that I had never heard about before when I met them. And I have to tell you, I met Stacy in a bathroom. <laughs> we were in line. We had a, the same mentor. We were in line at the bathroom. She has this infectious energy. And I found myself in line telling her all the things and her helping me really see what I could do to be more empowered to just be in a relationship or in relationships that I really love. And I took that advice. I've taken her courses. I've worked with her. She just has an amazing way. So I can't wait for you to meet her and hear the steps that you can take this week um, to really nurture your relationships. And the other really cool thing I want to say about Stacy before I get her on is that, first of all, she has this amazing track record. She works with so many people, like thousands of women. Um, the reason I introduced myself to her in line in the bathroom is because she was like a couple hundred steps in, ahead of me in her business. So she has, she just reaches so many people and helps so many people. So her stuff really works. And she has this belief that it only takes one, only one partner to transform a relationship. And for me, that was really powerful. And so I hope that sounds really powerful to you too. So I don't really want to say anything more. I just want you to meet her. I want you to get the first bit of info from her. If you head on over to the show notes, you'll have an easier way to sign up for camp. And you can also go grab her free stuff, which is just so such amazing set of resources and tools. She shares some tools on this podcast, and then you can go take the next level with her. So go check that out. Again, it's at Plan Simple. You can just go click on the podcast tab and get all that. So with no further ado, let's get Stacy on the show. Stacy Martino, I'm so excited to have you here today talking about relationships. You have made such an impact in my life, to my family, Mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful that you're here for this community of amazing people. Oh, thank you so much, Mia. I am so excited to be here with you. This is awesome. All right. So here's an interesting thing I've noticed just working with hundreds of women, like making their plans is that it's really interesting to see when relationships come into that plan. You know, we're always pushing, like you should have a work goal, but you should also have a health goal. And then there's this lifestyle category, which sort of encompasses home and kids and relationship. And it's really interesting to see when we pick that. But I have to say when people pick it, I see what an impact it makes on all the things like 
in a really big way. So I'm excited to dive into this. And I'm curious, like, will you just explain a little bit what's on the other side of putting time? Can you explain to everybody what goes into or what comes out of putting time into your relationship? Like, what's the end result? What's like, why would we spend 90 days really pouring into our relationship? Um, well, why wouldn't we? <laughs> but yes, here's the thing. So many of us struggle with um, kerfuffle in the day. So many of us struggle with um, my partner and I are not on the same page about this and it's frustrating me. So many of us struggle with like, this kid does not cooperate with me. This one is kind of okay, but this one does not. This is my gift child, which is always a kerfuffle with that. Like so many of us struggle with these things during the day. And the truth is what happens is someone goes to work or someone goes to school. We get a little bit of a break. They come home. It can be chaos again. They go to sleep and we're like, get a little bit of a break. And we get up and do it all again the next day without ever stopping and saying, hey, how could we make this better the next day? Hey, how could we actually solve this? And in the back of our minds, the only thing we think of that we can do is how can I get them to change so that tomorrow is easier? How can I get them to finally hear me or listen about this? And our focus is in the completely wrong direction. And we keep repeating the same day over and over some days escalate some days not so much until someone gets fed up but when we actually pivot into focusing on okay what works what can i actually do to elevate our relationships reduce the kerfuffle but in a way that makes me happy and feels good for me, not pleasing everybody, not compromising, but like a way that I could really feel good and everybody could have more peace and harmony and happiness in the house. The result that comes from that is the higher version of yourself. It's more peace within. It's um, a, a real level of authentic happiness that you feel during the day when you think about your partner, when you think about your children, when you think about what you're creating, when you think about the legacy that you're leaving with them, when you think about how you are a role model for your kids, when you think about the passion that you have with your partner and how that fuels you up to feel like, I could do anything, like, They've got my back. We're so rock solid. We are unshakable. We are fueled up. Like the version of you that comes through with that is probably happier than you even thought you could possibly be. And you are worth that. And life is certainly worth really living. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I have experienced that. And I really believe that everyone should, should try for at least a 90 day cycle. So let's get into that because I think one of the things that we think about when we think about improving our relationship, at least this is what I thought about before I met you was that that meant that I had to go somewhere with my husband and like talk to somebody together, which just gave me like crit, you know, it made me cringe. I did not like the idea of that. Um, plus we weren't in that bad of a, you know, like it wasn't like anything was wrong, right? Yeah. We just had these kerfuffles. So, yes. so tell us about how it's in our control, how it's like we can make this 90 day plan all ourselves in like on our own. 
Yeah, it's. I'm so glad you you even phrased it that way, Mia. It's it's so conditioned into us to think that first of all, it has to be bad, and you have to. It really, it has to go off of a deep end before you go get some help, and then that it has to be couples' help. Well, I will just say to free everybody. Um, that right now studies show that the divorce rate for just breathing and doing nothing is somewhere between 50 and 70%, depending on who you are, where you are. And the divorce rate coming out of couples work is somewhere around 80%. So um, worse than breathing. Um, and there's a really good reason. And it's because as soon as a third person gets involved, it becomes a blame and sideshow. And we just really want that person to take our side and tell our spouse to change. Like, let's just get an authority to tell you that you're wrong so that we can get this over with. And kind of that's what the, the experience becomes. And not that there's not good people out there doing good work and even with the best of intentions, but those are the facts that actually defaults into an, a dynamic that doesn't solve things. And that's a beautiful freeing thing um, so that people like me, like you, and like thousands of others can actually be empowered to make the, the shifts and the transformations that they want in their marriage and their household completely without needing anyone else to get on board and do this with you. And that is the relationship development methodology that Paul and I created. And, um, you know, thousands of people around the world have used it to transform their relationships. And the beautiful thing is <sighs> relationship really only ever takes one person to shift things. And we've all had this experience, but the kind of the brainwashing, if you will, of like it takes two to tango and they both have to want it and all that has been so conditioned into us that we forget and we find it hard to believe. But the truth is, at some point in our lives, we have all kind of behaved ugly or had bad behavior when someone didn't deserve it. And in that moment, experienced a very rare moment of, we behaved ugly and the other person was totally cool or compassionate or kind back to us in that moment. And in that moment, most of us are like, oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I didn't mean it. It's not you. I had a bad day. I'm sorry I lost it, you know, and it shifts us, right? Whereas when we lose our crap and the other person reacts back, that puts us into a different pattern of like, well, I'm, I'm in now, baby, let's go. And so the truth is, how you respond to someone is always causing the next reaction, is always triggering the next response. And it's not that we're just nice every single time somebody interacts with us so that nothing they say disrupts anybody. That's old school thinking. But the truth is, when we learn how other people are wired, when we learn how we are triggering other people and how people are triggering us, we can actually shift what we're putting in to the equation and stop triggering the worst to come out of them and start learning how to trigger the best to come out of them in a way that we're being our authentic selves. We're not being manipulative and we're not compromising and we really can. And the truth is that in the end, one of the greatest pieces that it, it comes down to is no one ever really taught us about how other people are wired, especially the differences between the masculine and feminine. We're wired completely differently. And unfortunately, a lot of the times we're misinterpreting what the other is doing and we're having a reaction. And 
we just never were taught, which what, what could be more important, right? We, it's like so crazy that we were never taught, but we never were because the truth is many decades ago, um, husbands and wives uh, did not really need to check in with each other about those things. They led very different lives. And now today, we kind of both take care of the house and we both raise the kids and we both work and we both have things and we both have independent ideas and we both have a voice, but we never really learned how the other is wired and we never really learned how to collaborate until we get to the win-win. We know exactly how to get to the win-lose where like I get my way this time, you get your way next time, but we're both losing as we go because we've never actually, neither one of us feels like we're winning all the time. And it's a skill set. All of this is a skill set, which is beautiful. And with a little bit of training, we can transform everything, not in the old way of now everybody's happy and it sucks for us, um, and not in the new way of I'm just going to steamroll everybody and get my way, but in a completely unique and different way, which is, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I now understand how my partner and all my children are wired so I can really stop triggering the worst in them, bring out the best in them, and show up as my authentic self at the same time. It seems extremely complicated. It seems like it's going to be the Grand Canyon's distance from where you are now. But literally, when you start doing it, that's why we created our eight-step system. That's why we created our toolbox. When you start implementing it, in the first day, you will experience a shift that will blow your mind and wonder, why nobody taught you this when you were in kindergarten and why we're not teaching our kids this from the time they're in kindergarten. Um, and it's a tremendous relief. It's very empowering to know that nobody else has to take the training. Nobody else has to learn the tools. You can actually get the training and be the leader for your family. That's interesting. And it's, it's, so I'm just trying to like break this down into sort of, cause it's, what I found, I guess I'm going to go just where with what I was, is that I needed to make time for it, right? I needed to make time both for learning, like learning yep. new tools and just like learning new ways of thinking, sort of reprogramming my brain. And I also needed to make time to practice and like do some of the things, right? So, so it's, there is definitely like, you need to put some time and time and energy into this. And then, but it is interesting that like, I feel like when we're talking, you know, we, we did a whole talk on weight loss and food changes. And a lot of times with those things, it's like you don't see the results so quickly. So you really need a really smart goal to pull you forward so that you'll show up to it day after day. But it's mm -hmm. interesting that when you, when you see something change right away, that might be enough to like create the momentum. Like, so what do you think, like if somebody was saying like 90 days from now, this is what I wish, what do you feel like they should be wishing for? Uh, 90 days from now, what I wish is that I can see with new eyes what's causing a kerfuffle and what's causing a beautiful moment. Because when we think it's happening to us, we feel powerless in our lives and it's up to everybody else to change in order for us to be happy or not happy. But when we see with new eyes, oh, I see why that was a kerfuffle. I see what I could have shifted and created a different result. And I see why that was so awesome. I did that. Now it's an empowered feeling and we get to be in the driver's seat of our own life experience in our marriage and in our parenting, which are the relationships that impact us the most minutes of any given day. And yes, it takes time um, for the training, uh, but I will just say this, 
as far as the practice, what we're really teaching is how to uh, use like the law of transmutation to take, you would be putting the same energy and discussion time with your partner and with your kids. You couldn't escape it if you wanted to. Um, and so it's about having that time be more effective because you're getting a good result from it instead of it causing a kerfuffle and now you're trying hard to pick everybody back up. Um, it's actually more productive time and energy that you're already spending with your family. The training though definitely is about carving out that time for it. But I think the goal is to have that relationship transformer mindset as we call it. Our, our uh, students around the world call themselves relationship transformers because they have empowered themselves to transform any relationship from what it has become accidentally by default into what they are creating it to be with intention. And if you can um, shift yourself into that empowered mindset in 90 days, you get to carry that skill to all of your relationships for the rest of the 50 years that we're here or whatever it is for you, you get to own that like the way Mia owns it for herself. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so we're gonna have a link below this video to um, down to get one of Stacy's free things. In which case, I'm pretty sure because she's amazing at what she does, you'll get like into this sequence that will show you exactly how to sign up. And I'm feeling like, in this case, we did a training at the beginning of this event on how to implement a course in 90 days because a lot mm -hmm. of times I find people buy courses and courses and courses and they just sort of add up in our inboxes mm -hmm. and we don't actually dive into them. So I feel like in this case, that's an awesome partnership with this talk. Fantastic. Can you also share like maybe what are one or two things that we can just take action on right away that might yeah. help us improve where we are today? Absolutely. So, um, like in a, a real brief synopsis, um, Paul and I uh, created this method called relationship development, which is really a way for you to show up in relationships um, in a way that elevates the relationships instead of breaking them down. And you can be happy regardless of what's going on around you. And the old dynamic is what we call demand relationship, which is where we're pushing all the time, trying to get someone or something else to change in order for us to be happy. Like, I don't like the way you're talking to the kid like that. You got to stop talking to the kid like that. Like, don't do this. Don't, don't leave that stuff there. Like, you can't do that. That Like, change that, move that, do that thing. Like, we're constantly trying to get someone or something else to change in order for us to be happy. And at the fundamental core of why we do that is because there's a false belief that we have that and, and check in with yourself to see if this resonates for you. For sure, don't take my word for it. That when we observe something happening in our world and that part of the chatter in our brain tells us, no, 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 I don't like that. That's not making me happy. We have this discomfort where we want it to change so that we can be happy, right? When the kids come in and the backpacks are all over the floor and that part of us is like, no, 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 there's hooks. You're supposed to hang them up, right? And like when we see our kids doing something, we're like, no, 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 is the homework done? You're supposed to do your homework before you do that. Like, or we hear our husband say something to our sister and we're like, you're being wildly insensitive. No, 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 don't talk to her like that. That's not considerate. Like that part of us chirps every time we experience something in our world, that's not how we would have done it or said it or liked it to happen. And our need to kind of 
everything kind of has to line up in order for us to be happy. If you think of it this way, it's kind of like feeling like the whole world is your Jenga puzzle and you need all the pieces, all the different people and circumstances in the world to Jenga in a way that builds up just the way you like it. Like that means I can be happy. But the world is not your Jenga puzzle, right? Everybody came here for their own purpose, for their own calling, for their own cause. And yes, we can collaborate and create a harmonious household. Our kids hang their crap and do their homework and stuff, not because we demanded it on the spot, but because we created systems and processes to live together as a family. Um, but at the fundamental core of it is a lot of this chirping. And the truth of the matter is, when we really get quiet with ourselves, if we're honest with ourselves, the chirping is not making us happy. The chirping is making us miserable and exhausted. We feel bad about it, but we're not exactly sure how to be happy without it. Mm. And so at the fundamental getting peaceful with ourselves is removing our knee-jerk reaction to observe and judge, observe and judge, observe and judge. Is that the way I would have do it? I'm judging. And if we remove this judgment and start seeing the world, step one, start seeing the world without judgment and having more of an appreciation that, wow, like there are so many amazing humans that are here on the planet right now. Like each one of your kids that came through you, like what a treasure that you get to observe their like first 18 or so years on the planet before they like go off to do something unbelievable. And if you really have an appreciation for things instead of judgment, yes, we'll get to the part where we all create systems and processes for our household so we can live together as a team in harmony without everybody just doing whatever without any regards to anyone else, but not from a place of barking and demand in the moment, from a true place of harmony and collaboration and systems, we'll get to that. But step one is, if we don't quiet this chirping, we will never find peace. Your happiness is not outside of you. It's inside of you. And the first step is to take control of the chirping voice and remove the judgment from your knee-jerk reaction. Just practice, even if it's 10 minutes a day, even if it's 15 minutes a day, just practice dropping the judgment of what you see and quieting the voice. And if something bothers you, create a list, create a, get a journal just for this, or put it in your planner, create a page just for this, and just start putting a list like, okay, we don't have a system for backpacks. I'm just gonna put backpacks. In the next 12 months, we're gonna get to a system for that. I'll just give myself this year to get everything on the list. Okay, we don't maybe have a system for screen time that's really working. I'm just gonna throw screen time up on there. Like, and then I'll get to it. We actually have tools and processes for all of this and more in our programs, but the truth is like, Observe them in the moment. Let your trigger be a catch like, oh, as leader of this family, I need to actually park that on the list just like you would if you had a company. Like it's my responsibility to make sure that we have a system or process that's sufficient and followed. Um, but right now I'm going to stop judging in the moment and remind yourself if you ever um, really, really struggle with your judgment, just remind yourself in the moment, there are a million ways to happy. And just keep saying that. There are actually a million ways to happy. 
I don't need this to be my Jenga puzzle. They have much bigger plans for life than being a piece of my Jenga puzzle. There are a million ways to happy. I can do this. And, and log in, like get, get connected to us for the tools and strategies or whatever you need to make it work. But just work on the first step is drop that judgment because as long as that voice is chirping, it's going to be very difficult for you to implement. And that is also a gift for you. Life is really gorgeous without that chirping voice. And I know when I first started this work, it didn't seem like that was even possible. Like, I don't believe other humans have that. I can tell you I have that and we have helped many people to have that. And it really does create a magnificent life for you and everyone around you. And you're also, by doing it, you're becoming the example for your children so that they won't need me when they're our age because they witnessed what you're doing. And so that's where I would start. Drop the judgment. As soon as you hear those things come up, park it on a to-do list of, okay, in the next 12 months, and be gracious with yourself. You know, all of us take on so many jobs Running a house is a full-time job. Caring for children is a full-time job. And we work. That's three full-time jobs, by the way. Like, be gracious with yourself that, okay, sometime in the next 12 months, backpack policy. Yeah, we'll get that in place. Like, and not I dictated this. We're actually work with our kids and get it done. And we have tools and strategies for that that we can help you with. But at least just park it on a list so you feel like, I'm not just letting the whole world steamroll me. I'm just working on my own judgment right now so that I can come from a peaceful place to start collaborating with my family. And that's what I would offer as a starting point. Oh my gosh. I love that. And well, and that has so many different things that we can build in over the, you know, beginning part to do it before we dive into Stacy's toolkit, which I hope everyone <laughs> does very quickly. Um, and it's interesting because from experience, when you get to that place of less chirping and I'm going to be a fully transparent, like I don't feel like the chirping's a hundred percent gone, but I know what to do with Like I know not to take it seriously. I know not to open my mouth. <laughs> like I know to get quiet. You know, I still definitely will judge situations, not even meaning to, but then yeah. like you can step back. And I think that's where the power is. And so, you know, even if the first milestone is like a month in, you're like, oh my God, I would have yelled like just a month ago. And now all of a sudden I'm Amen. okay. Yeah. Amen. Um, and, and when from that place, you think of a better, the backpack solution is easier. <laughs> like from That's that exactly place, right. The backpack solution literally drops in your lap or your husband helps you with it or like something okay. happens that makes that so much easier, which I think is the result that's so fun. Amen. Well, thank you. At the end of every episode, we always choose three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action because action is where real change happens. And the action does not have to be huge. It can be the little things that add up over time. And remember, I always choose three doable changes in hopes that you choose the one that resonates most with you this week. And then of course, you can make note of the others and do them in weeks that follow. All right, doable change number one, practice dropping judgment. One of the biggest changes you can make is to stop judging. Drop your nagging or chirping voice. When we stop judging, we allow ourselves to appreciate more. We can feel more peaceful. This can be a big change, but you can start small. Simply agree to working on this for 10 to 15 minutes a day. I know you can do that. So the doable change is just committing to stopping the judgment and reminding yourself throughout each day. Number two, make a list of things that bother you. 
Start making a list of the things that bother you as they come up. This can work hand in hand with dropping judgment. Things that bring up your judgment voice belong on that list. This is a list of things you might need a system about or to make a decision about. The things that go on the list are things you will work on creating a plan over the next 12 months. Did you hear Stacy say that? So this doesn't have to be done now. A lot of the reasons that we get in these kerfuffles with people is because we're trying to solve for the system in the moment instead of just dropping the judgment, getting in alignment with ourselves, and noting that this system needs to be fixed, right? It has nothing to do with either of the people. So I love this one. Just having a list, knowing where it is, it makes such a difference in the planning process. All right, doable change number three. If you've heard this before, if you have a list, if you've been working on this because you know me or you know Stacy, then maybe you're ready to start creating systems. And just... When you're doing this as a doable change, promise me one thing. Just choose one system. Each system is a doable system is a doable change, all right? So a doable change is not taking on 10 systems at once. It's like choosing a system and making that change over the course course of a week. So usually kerfuffles are over something that isn't working. These are indicators that you need a system. And you need everyone to operate with the same system. So just set up time in your calendar and set up time in your calendar to create the space to actually create a system that will help you solve a problem you've identified. So Stacy gave the example of screen time or backpacks. These are things that many of us might experience. Dishes, right? Bedtime routines. So many things can cause arguments that add up over time or kerfuffles. And so you can just totally take the time to create systems around these. Now, you're not going to do this all at once, remember, but you're going to choose one that would be a doable change, a system that you're going to work on. And you'll lean into it for a week. You'll figure it out. You'll try to fix it. Maybe you'll move the backpacks to one place. Maybe you'll try to remind kids when you're driving them home. Maybe you'll clear the front hall. Maybe you'll have a no snacks until they're unpacked rule, right? The system that's right for you will come to you when you just make the space to make it outside of a kerfuffle. All right. Those are the three doable changes from this episode. I'm so glad that you got to meet Stacy, and she has been an amazing teacher in my life. So definitely go check out the show notes, download her resources, and I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Meals Podcast. If you like what you heard, the biggest compliments you can give us is to share Plan Simple Meals with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes. I absolutely love sharing simple solutions to help busy families eat clean and live well. Visit HealthyMomsMeetup.com and come join in on the fun. In our free group, you can chat with me and other health-seeking moms, get new recipes and tips, and never be at a loss in the kitchen again. Come join the fun at healthymomsmeetup.com. I cannot wait to meet you there.